Welcome to the C.L. Brown Show. I am your host, C.L. Brown, columnist with the Louisville Courier-Journal. It's rivalry week. It's time. The Governor's Cup is on the line. Kentucky has held it for the last four years, and Louisville wants it back in the first year under Jeff Brom. So to discuss both what Kentucky and Louisville how they're heading into the game. I have University of Louisville cornerback Quincy Riley, who's established himself as one of the best cover corners in the ACC. And for Kentucky, I have with me linebacker J.J. Weaver, who just happens to be a Louisville native, played at Moore High School, and is third in sacks on the team. But before we jump into whether or not UK can be a spoiler, for U of L this season, we're going to jump into some basketball in the version of CL Sounds Off. This is really less of a sound off in the traditional sense that I'm going to wax poetic on something an issue that i have but hoops has been under the radar right now while football plays out the rest of its regular season so i'm just gonna bring some things to light right we're talking university of louisville playing in the empire classic in new york city i think sometimes you have you just gotta get away from home sometimes and they played better they lost to both texas and Indiana in games that were winnable games. They were in position. I mean, certainly they led Texas before the game-winning shot by uh, Max uh, Asmus. But um, the Indiana game was right there for the taking. They held a lead late in that, but then basically shut down the last four minutes of the game, held held without a field goal um, for a four-minute stretch and, you know, allowed allowed IU to come back and and take the lead and keep it. But I think what we saw in New York, what we saw in Madison Square Garden from the Cardinals is that this season isn't, it it definitely isn't going to be as bad as last season, but that's a low bar to clear. But you, you actually started to see the potential of this team. And I, I think when they returned to the Yum Center, to play New Mexico State on Sunday, uh, they're going to be a different team. I think they kind of got some confidence playing in these two games. I think that they, I I fall well short of saying they have swagger, but I think they kind of can see the the light at the end of the tunnel here, kind of see what they need to do to be a competitive team to to, uh, actually get over the hump. They have to pull out a close game, though, against a good team in order to really, you know, feel like they've turned a corner. But at least, you know, you can see this team headed in the right direction, which a week ago, you know, when they lost to Chattanooga, when they lost uh, previously, when they lost in the exhibition to Kentucky Wesleyan, it was just a dark cloud. Like you, you, you couldn't see. You figured they would come to New York and lose two games and get blown out in both. <clears throat> Excuse me, but they definitely held their own. 
and and represented U of L uh, better than they have in in a while in in a marquee game in a national kind of spotlight. So that's that's something positive to go away from New York with. And also, I feel like this this showcase was uh, a bit of the rise of Tyler Johnson. I mean, he played well in both games. He's still, I mean, he's a freshman. He's still a little bit out of control, but you, you got to like the energy he brings. Got to like the way he uh, sets up his teammates when he has the ball. And you got to like the way he attacks the rim. He's, he's constantly attacking. Sometimes he's attacking with nowhere to throw the ball, but that's okay. He's going to, he's going to learn that. I mean, it's, it's, just, this is a process, right? So, L, I think, is in, in better shape than I thought they would be coming out of New York. Moving on to Kentucky, which got an overtime scare by St. Joseph's, but they pulled that out in Rupp Arena. I think the best thing to come out of that game in particular was DJ Wagner having a good game, finally having a... Uh, he had 22 points in the game, um, six assists, he had three turnovers, but again, I mean, you're talking about a freshman guard, and he's never really played point guard exclusively. Well, he's not playing exclusively at UK, but he's starting that point guard, and he he's never been in that kind of role before. So it's going to be a learning process for him too. But I think DJ was maybe at a point where his confidence could get a little rattled because he, he, he I'm sure he hadn't played to his standards and you know you're looking around and you've seen Rob Dillingham come off the bench and shine for UK especially in that Kansas game you saw Reed Shepard come off the bench and shine for UK uh, in the Kansas game as well as when they played Stonehill and, and he had a uh, career high season high anyway um, so you, you're seeing these other players kind of, you know, get into their groove and DJ hadn't gotten any kind of rhythm yet, but, um, that, that'll be good for UK moving forward that Wagner kind of found his, his bearing and, you know, um, uh, is, is played, played a good game, has a game to build off of the thing that's still concerning though, especially until, whenever it happens whenever they get uh one of their seven footers in the lineup actually but rebounding i mean st joe's out rebounded uk 42 to 37 it's not like they got a a big team over there um and in philly but that's that's just going to be an ongoing issue that you know they're going to try and rebound by committee and all that stuff but against uh Against a good team, I mean St. Joe's a good team. Again, against a higher level competition that certainly they'll face in the SEC, and they still have other marquee games coming up uh, in the non-conference play. That that could end up being a killer for UK. So it's something that that definitely you want to keep an eye on. But that will do it for CL sounds off. Let's move on to my interview with. UK linebacker JJ Weaver. How how much would a win kind of change uh, or boost you know what what you guys have done this season? 
good boost a lot. You just, you know, just a win is a win regardless. Just win and just make everybody feel better about themselves. But uh, against our rival team, we need a win, big win. You know, um, they good this year. We good. You know, uh, we just they have mental mistakes. But um, a win is much, much, much needed for us at this at this time right now. What is it like for you playing in this game, given, you know, you grew up in Louisville and, and probably throughout these years you've you've known a ton of players who've been on the other side? Oh, uh, man, it means a lot. Uh, so much, you know, just going back home, playing in front of the, the, the Louisville crowd, the Louisville fans, um, me and Lai just showing my talent at the University of Louisville. You know, we playing that little bit of shit. So, <laughs> it's going to be big. You know, a lot of emotions off this game for sure. Is that also emotions from, from you know, this will be your your last go at it? Man, sadly, sadly, yeah, sir. What, have, you, have you really taken a lot of time to think about that, you know, in that sense of, of it being the last – the last go around for you? Yeah, most definitely. Um, just sending back today is actually hit me that it's my last game. But um, then again, it's just football, you know, just another game you have to win. That's what I'm trying to look at it as another opportunity for me and my guys can get out there and show our talent. Yeah, when you look across the ball at what Louisville has uh, this year, what's probably the thing that you guys um, – are most uh, most weary of. I'm not gonna say afraid of, but you know, you you know, you need to stop this for UK to win. Man, their defense playing their butts off right now. Um, I think Louisville defense is most definitely top top ten right now. Um, how they playing on defense is amazing. So I'm just worried about their defense for sure. And um, what would you say the the vibe is like right now in in the locker room? Um, you know, you, you guys have Coach Stoops was talking about it earlier. Played a lot of, you know, this will be the what fourth top ten team you guys mm-hmm. have played. Uh, you know, just just in that sense, taking on so many challenges, um, has has it worn you guys down at all? Not really. Um, Around this time, you know, Coach Stu's always saying that he don't care if you lose every game, but this game, you know, it's a big game. It's a rival game for everybody. So it's just coming in with a chip on our shoulder as a, it's a rival game. They hate us. We hate them. And um, just trying to tear each other face off for real. Well, you guys have uh, gotten a little spoiled over there having the, the Governor's Cup for the last four years, and I think uh, five out of the last six it's, it's been in Lexington. Um, what, what has been the secret of, of being able to go into uh, Cardinal Stadium and winning? Um, really just believing the, the system, um, trusting the process, you know, listening to Coach Deuce for sure. He's a great coach. Um Listen to him, um, play the game plan as he wanted us to, and just play fast, play physical. You know, this year they actually did. You know, Coach Brown came over from Purdue. He's a great guy, great coach, you know. Um, so just, it's different this year, you know. Coach Brown's an awesome coach. So, you know, his, his game plan differed from Bobby's, from 
the last little coach they had last year is just so different, and you can see how they've been playing. So we taking it official. We taking it serious. You know, it don't matter if we won five years ago. It's now. You know, we're playing amazing ball right now, and so as we, we just got to click as a team. We just want to put it all together for sure. Yeah, when when uh, you heard Jeff Brown was was being hired there, did you did you figure they were gonna be able to turn things around so fast? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, cause I know Brown on a different level. You know, uh, I was one. I I'm very committed to Purdue at first. Purdue was one of my top schools, man. Oh, I didn't realize Brown, that. Okay. Yeah, cause Brown was one of the guys that really recruited me heavy. So I know him on a personal level. So. I know he's a great coach. I know how he is, so for sure. Yeah, what what ended up swinging you to uh, to UK? Oh man, uh, Coach Stills and Merrill, um, in the position I was in, you know, we just got drafted. They just drafted UK. Just drafted one of the best outside linebackers I ever played at University of Kentucky, Josh Allen, and I thought I'm always going to be the next one coming up, and you know, so. I wanted to lead a legacy like he did for sure. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of legacy, when when you kind of think back to your time at UK, what what do you want people to say about JJ Weaver? Man, just how he just inspired me. You know, I just all of my career, I just want to inspire others. You know, I've been through trials and tribulations since I've been here, like a roller coaster since I've been here. And I never let none of that defeat me, you know. So I just want them to show how strong I am, um, how a great leader I am, how I'm just trying to inspire others to be themselves and everything will be okay. Just keep fighting. Yeah, no doubt. And last question. So there's there's some discussion that uh, maybe down the line when the SEC expands to nine games in, in conference, that uh Kentucky and, and Louisville, this game is going to have to be – it won't be a yearly thing. Um, it, you know, they might have to drop it from the schedule for for a bit or or play every other year or some, some, some kind of arrangement where it's not every year. What what do you think about – you know, if, if you think about not playing this game, what, what kind of an impact do you think that, that would have on football in the state? Man, that would be way – I would say that was gonna be fair, you know. Uh just this game just means a lot to the to Kentucky, period. Just the whole Kentucky, you know. It just means a lot just seeing because we both a great program. Basketball, football, soccer, all sports on both programs is great programs. So just competing with each other almost every year with every sport it would be great, amazing, you know, for the fans. For the for the staff, for the the players, you know, the in-state players and stuff like that. It would be amazing. So I think that would be lame to show. Many thanks to UK linebacker J.J. Weaver for joining the show. And now we move on to UofL cornerback Quincy Riley. So I want to start with the Miami game because you guys basically came up with another goal line stand. I mean, maybe – I mean, it was a little bit even more dramatic than it was in the Indiana game with the stakes at hand. What's, what's yes, the sir. feeling of confidence you guys have on that defense right now? Uh, we got a, we got a real confident defense. Everybody knows what they're doing out there. Um, so it's like 
all we do is think of this put as long as we get the chance to put the ball down and play the next play, then we gonna always bring our best. So like just having them goal line stop giving them more confidence knowing that if they make a big play, if they still gotta put the ball down next play, just stop them next play. Yeah, and did did that Indiana game like was that in the back of your mind when Miami was down there challenging um near the end of the game? Uh it wasn't in the back of my mind, but you know like we start we start Indiana. So like why 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 can't we stop Miami? Um it just it just let us know that like I was going back to say, just put the ball down, play the next play. Yeah, so let's move it forward. Um, you guys coming off that big win that puts you in the ACC championship game. Next week you have Florida State, which will obviously be a big game in the ACC championship. How do you guard against like a a letdown? playing Kentucky and I know that sounds crazy to say but you know what I mean like I I feel like there's only so much emotional bandwidth you can have right like how, how do you guys guard against coming out flat uh, against Kentucky uh we just we just coming out the we just coming out to win another game like coach say each, each each game is it's a one and no mentality just come out and win that game um I know it's gonna be a lot of um passionate people on the field we just can't let our egos get the big get the best of us and because our team a critical um play in the game or cause our team just just to cause our team the game, we just gotta come out and play with passion and then once we win that one and just keep going, stacking um stacking um W's. Yeah, what what would you say has been kind of the key for for the success of this team this year? Uh that everybody play as one. Um nobody's bigger than the other. Um and just and it's just it's just weekly just Every time we win, just take the time to breathe and then get right back to working so we can win again. Like, um, don't let, don't let that win win. Just, um, just, just don't let the overwind become you because then you're going to get bigger than what, than what you think you are. And that's when, that's when, that's when we let our guard down. But, um, we just got to keep doing the same thing we do weekly, just work and study. Yeah, that's funny. Like, I, I look at this team and it, it seems like you guys are just so business-like. Like take take us behind the scenes in the locker room. Like who who are kind of the big personalities on this team? Um, so we got a lot of personalities. A lot of people like to dance, joke. But I say one of the biggest personalities is um Travis, um Toffee, uh Raheem Craig. He probably one of the biggest. Like he, he he gonna come with the same attitude every day, no matter what's going on. Every day the same attitude. Everybody love him on the team. Um, my guy Trey Franklin. It, Lance Robinson, a newcomer. Everybody love my team. He just got there, but it's just everybody, everybody always just smiling. Like it's like it's a different feeling this year. Everybody just smiling like room, and so everybody just being themselves now. Yeah, was there a point like maybe in the spring, maybe you know in fall camp? Was there a point where you felt like uh, like that was going to be the case, like where you could kind of tell the the tone had shifted in the locker room? Uh. I say I, I couldn't pick up on it in the spring because we had a lot of new players come in, then a lot of old players come back. So you just you just would never know like how how things are gonna go. You were just enjoying the moment at the time. But um, as far as guys feel something change, like I realized that we was gonna be a good team in the spring when I when I seen our offense for real. Like I was like this, this guy Jeff oh, he got he got, he got a lot to him. And then Coach English just out because I ain't playing the spring, so just watching sitting back. 
just watching our team grow, I was just like, oh, yeah, we're going to be a good team this year, just knowing and seeing what they brought in and what they brought, and they brought to the um, to the program. Yeah. Now, since uh, Jarvis Brownlee has been out, um, have, have, do you feel like more you've taken on a bigger responsibility at corner? Uh, yes, sir. Um, to a certain extent, like, cause, um, Jarvis still around, so, um, he's still present. He still talks to us, like, even when he was playing. So, there's no drop off for real. Just was stormed up, stepped up. But, um, that made me like, okay, I gotta get my body work cause I'm not taking more snaps. Um, started playing a new position too. So, it, 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 it was, it was a big thing for me, but I just took it out, just took it out and just, just, Kept doing what I um had to do to help my um, my group become better because we have no weak links in that group. Yeah. Now you're gonna have to fill in my memory. You guys played NC State last year, and I know you had an interception, but I can't remember if Devin Leary was still playing at that point or if this was after he got hurt. Did Did you pick off Leary? Uh, nah, I don't think he was. He wasn't playing. Okay. Okay. Well, how much do you know about him? You know, um, obviously he's at UK now, and uh, given his time at NC State, um, I know a good bit about him. But you know, he's in the new system, so he's probably been like a, a new type of guy. So I can't just bank on what I know last year. I just got to keep studying him from this year to get uh to get to get my give my best shot this year. Yeah. And uh, obviously Ryan Davis is, is a big factor on them for uh, on offense uh, running back. What what is it like as a corner when you play a team that you know is is you know going to try and run that power run game? Uh, that just let me know I need to get my nose blade this game. It's going to be a physical game, but you know we never shy away from it. Coach uh, prides on our toughness of our defense. So I mean, he just it, it, it's just a, it's just another thing um, on the field. Yeah. Now I'll let you go on this. So all season long, every game, uh, all we've heard is one game season, whether it's Coach Brown talking or any of the players, everybody kind of sticks to that mantra, one game season. So uh, now that this is going to be the regular season finale, um, isn't there a little bit more to this game playing UK? No, sir. Uh, um, <laughs> like I was saying, it's, it's probably going to be more, uh, more passionate because, um, how big the game is to um to our fans in the, in the city of Louisville and even the state of Kentucky, but um I think it's still just one game mentality. Like just go out there and do what we got to do and get past this one game so we can move on to the next. We are going to take our cue from Quincy Riley and move on to the next. Let's do some pickup lines. a rough week last week. I think it, it may have been the first time all season I went 0-4. I lost on Louisville. I picked Miami uh, both to win and to cover. I think it was only a one point. Um, I think they were only getting one point by, by the taping of the podcast. I lost on UK at South Carolina. I took the cats to both win and cover and i lost oh man i lost this one bad i lost tennessee at home against georgia getting 10 and a half so uh we got to straighten this up for the final regular season 
finale week. Let's start with the national games. Looking at Oregon State, a 13 and a half point favorite against, or Oregon is a 13 and a half point favorite against Oregon State. Uh, the Beavers are 5 3 and 1 as a double digit road dog since 1995 playing in Eugene. Um, they, they, almost covered last week against <laughs> against Washington but of course almost covered doesn't do anybody any good right um but I think there was a point in that game where Washington really could have taken control and broken the game open and Oregon State was just kind of helped by the fact that they were at home they're also helped by it was a you know pretty pretty steady rain at one point, Washington ended up missing a field goal on this drive where they could have really extended their lead and allowed Oregon State to get back in the game. I say all that to say that ain't going to happen in Eugene. <laughs> I think the Ducks being at home when they get a chance, that offense is so potent when they get a chance to break a game open. It's broke, <laughs> you know, so um, I'm going to take. Oregon in this one to cover that 13 and a half and uh, yeah take Oregon and lay the points moving on to the big one at the big house Michigan is a three and a half point favorite against Ohio State what I found odd in this game in this in this meeting is that Michigan has not been a favorite at home since 2011 that's that's a long time folks even considering they don't play every year at home it's every other year but still since 2011 a program like michigan at home you would think they'd be favored even against a power like ohio state you think they'd be favored more often than not but i think the wolverines kind of uh i think this line is so low because of how the wolverines played at maryland last week kind of allowing the Terps to stay in the game I'm not going to say they could have lost the game just because it was close but you know they 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 were positioned to be upset they allowed themselves to kind of allowed Maryland to stay close and allowed themselves to kind of be in that position but all that being said I, I have not been a believer in Ohio State's offense all season uh, minus you know Marvin Harrison Jr. Of course, I think he, if he had a better quarterback, he'd be maybe the Heisman front runner. I think he's that talented. Uh, he's definitely a game breaker for them on offense. But I think there's so much into this in terms of the emotions for Michigan with John uh, Harbaugh being sidelined again uh, for for you know their whole sign ceiling scandal and i think michigan is going to rally around that and they are going to cover they're going to both win and cover that three and a half um and position themselves for the college football playoffs now the implication of this for the cfp is going to be huge considering you know Ohio state's wins over penn state and notre dame uh can they still as a one loss team be positioned to sneak in some way I don't think they should but you know the, the the resume is what it is and you know 
they'll be able to uh, to form a competent argument. So we'll see how all of this shakes out. But those two games are just the appetizers for the Governor's Cup, at least in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Their appetizers. Um, Louisville is a seven-point favorite against Kentucky. Kentucky has had the Governor's Cup the last four years um, and five out of the last six. If they win straight up, if they win, this will be the longest. They have a five-game winning streak in the season, which would be the longest since the series started basically when Kentucky won seven straight games uh, definitely it'll be the longest since they renewed the series in 1994 so Louisville the last time out at home they had been so dominant at home they couldn't cover the 20 and a half against Virginia um, ended up you know trailing in that game and having to come back and win that game but I think Louisville will resort to what they've been at home for the the other five games they've won at home. Um, I think that Virginia game was just they were coming off a short week, playing on a Thursday. They've been so injured, you know. They had guys just trying to tough it out, and they 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 weren't at the level. They weren't playing at the level that we've seen them play at at home all season. Kentucky is kind of, you know, beat up coming into this game. That was that was a big letdown loss at South Carolina. Um, of course, they're going to be motivated to, you know, beating Louisville in a season where Louisville is top 10 in the college football playoff ranking, uh, headed to the ACC championship game next week. All of those things, Kentucky would love to spoil that. <laughs> Absolutely love to spoil that. So they're they're still going to be motivated, even though they may be uh, their ego may be a bit damaged by the way the season has played out. But all those things being said, uh, I, I like the cards at home to cover and to win. Um, seven kind of seems like a big number for for this rivalry game, but uh, I, I think they get it done. I also think there's a little extra sauce with. Jeff Brom now being at the helm, he didn't get to play in this game um, when he was quarterbacking. It started the year after he left, but um, he was an assistant coach in this game um, when he was quarterbacks coach at Louisville under Steve Cragdorp. So this this will be a new experience for him, but I, I feel like he's uh, he'll he'll have a little extra sauce, um, have a little something extra for the players motivating them going into this game and I think Louisville will pull it out heading to Charlotte for the ACC championship game so that will do it for pickup lines uh, I didn't say my record earlier it, it failed to 23-14 and 2 nobody likes to talk about records when you lose like I did but for the season it's still still it's it's a winning record I think I did alright 23-14 and 2 against the spread 32 and 8 straight up hopefully i can increase those numbers that will do it for another episode of the cl brown show i appreciate you tuning in we're going to talk a lot more basketball next week we're going to talk a lot more acc championship with with jordan travis being out for florida state it's going to 
it's going to be an interesting um interesting game for for U of L but of course we can't can't focus on that yet with the governor's cup this week but i thank you for tuning in click on those like buttons click on those subscribe buttons leave a positive review cuz we need more love in this world or just sit back relax and join us again next week with a new episode on wednesday thanks for tuning in mm-hmm.